of Rad have a show about Quantum Leap, where they talk about what they saw on their sweet podcast about Quantum Leap. Leaping from person to person through time is the plot of every Quantum Leap. Sam gets advice from Ziggy and L. The Leap Homa Lobacula. Welcome to the Leap Home, colon, a look backula. My name is Aaron Mason. I'm Nick Allers. And today we are discussing season two, episode 14, leaping in without a net. Mm-hmm. Not leaping without a net, leaping in without a net, November 18th, 1950. One of the clunkier titles. Yeah. Um, Should have seen this one coming a mile away. So, here's the deal. Uh, this episode was supposed to be a guest episode with our friend Sean DeTore, mm-hmm. watching the uh, Dr. Ruth saga, guys. We're uh-huh. going we're gonna to do that uh, in the future, as soon as our schedules align. And it was a last minute, we called an audible, last mm-hmm. minute. I'm looking through the Netflix descriptions. I'm like, well, we're going to put something out, Nick, me and you. What is it going to be? Nick goes out for a cigarette, comes back in, and I'm like, Nick, I got it. <laughs> I got the one. I found it. It's this trapeze family. The mm-hmm. description's fantastic. In fact, I could pull it up on my phone. Please do. Yeah. This is how I fell into this trap. Was this beautifully written summary. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Sam leaps into a trapeze artist and must fight his fear of heights while stopping his sister from performing the same stunt that killed their mother. That's right. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. That's basically an episode of Dateline. <laughs> So Nick's eyes turned to dollar signs. We sat down, and boy, oh boy. Right out the gate, and oh boy, first of all. Uh, Yeah, so he leaps in. He's literally up there on his little swing. Is that what they call it in the business? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I believe it's trapeze, but we'll call it swing. He's, uh, they, uh. Also, I say trapeze. (laughs) He's up there. Uh, We learn his sister's bad wants something up there to him, and his name's Victor. We got to assume with a K. He's Victor with a K. Oh, uh, 100% with the exactly. K. He's, he's, he's Victor with a W, according to how his sister sounds. Victor, <laughs> come catch me. She's Hungarian, and there is a lot of casual racism that we'll touch on when we get there that I thought was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so he's up there, afraid of heights, as the summary has already touched on. Mm-hmm. Then we get our oh boy. After he drops her? Yeah, he lets her fall. Oh, he lets her fall. <laughs> and uh, then eight minutes of credits, of course. Eight minutes of credits. I want to I say this one more time. These credits are so goddamn long. I don't understand. I get that there wasn't an internet when this originally aired. And I get that. Meaning you what? Couldn't... What does that imply? That our attention spans were better? No, that you couldn't like get caught. You couldn't. Someone couldn't tell you about a show. Hey, man, have you seen Quantum Leap? It's awesome. And then you go like, no, I haven't. Let me go check it out. And you go online and you find out what it's about. And you maybe see an episode or two and familiarize yourself with it. Back in the day, it was like, have you seen Quantum Leap? No. Well, it's on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. Try and catch the next one. And then this person is a new person to the show. They have to sort of get a taste of what's going on. You have to give them a lot more context. In the form of an eight-minute montage. Eight minutes! (laughs) We keep saying that like it's a hard number. It just feels like eight minutes in our souls. It's the same thing. It's the same two minutes four times. That's what I don't understand. And they have the opening song. There there are three parts to this song, right? There's there's an opening, and then it swells into the bridge, and then it goes back into the opening that you heard. And we're not even talking about the opening narration, which is a, a minute and a half unto itself. That's right. Yeah. 
I'm just speaking for the credits. And the credits we call credits, the the credits that are in the credits, the actual credits, don't show up until two-thirds of the way through the credits. <laughs> and there's only two actors to credit, too. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> okay. So we then establish once we're back into the episode, yes, Sam is, in fact, terrified of heights. He let his sister drop. His sister, who's a hot piece I'll of say, sister. I'll say ooh-la-la. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of creepy... I felt uncomfortable writing sister a lot of times. I in the know. Notes. And I never learned, I never bothered to learn her name. Uh, well, her name is Eva Panzini, part yes. of the Flying Panzinis. Um, Which sounds like a delicious, delicious food. But I knew she looked familiar, and I was pretty sure she was in summer school. And then it clicked mm. halfway through the episode, yes, it's the hot chick from summer school. And I think she was also a lot of vagina in Austin Powers. <gasps> That's her. Oh, my God. So, you're right. So we'll be referring to her as Alada. Thank <laughs> Christ. And Alada. Somehow, and this is how weird this episode is, for, somehow Alada Vagina is more comfortable <laughs> to refer to someone as than sister. I have to say, I want to say right off the bat, like, I kind interest waned a little bit for me. Oh yeah, in this episode, and halfway through, I was just both of us were like, "Jesus Christ, we're only halfway through. This yeah. is taking forever." And I think a lot of that had to do with um, what will help us set this up uh, briefly. It's so, it's so, it's a template. It's stereotypical. It's guess what? The trapeze trick that killed their mother. The two kids are going to try and perform, and father's upset. And father's, we find out, really upset because he, there was dropping and it wasn't caught right. He blames the son. And so it's every typical plot point you've ever seen. So mm-hmm. there are no surprises. Nothing was interesting, except for Big Mo, but we'll get there. <laughs> Big Mo, yeah, caught me a little bit off guard. But yeah, you've already touched on it here now. But uh, basically, Alada's intention is their mom died almost a year ago trying to perform a triple without a net. And so... As a triple. We all know the triple. Yeah, I learned a lot of terms that will instantly leave my brain again as soon as we're done here. Can we call Uh, it the triple Lindy, just in honor of Rodney? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they're doing a triple for mom. Sam, terrified of heights, is sure that he can't catch this broad, but she's intent on it. Uh... So, uh, and they're in like this little, uh, they show the circus that they're actually a part of now since they've only, uh, they, they, they no longer do or advertise that they do the triple since the mom's death and therefore their business is waning yeah, and they're they, at some shit circus where literally the first act to come out before <laughs> them was a lady with three dogs running in circles. <laughs> what a shitty circus. This is, that's exactly, that's exactly what Nick said. <laughs> But joking about how the literal dog and pony show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, I was on fire before we started recording. And then we get introduced to Dick Daddy. And boy, oh boy, does he not like Sam. As he said, uh, eventually it's revealed that he blames uh, Victor, of course, for his mother's death. uh, Even though she's the one that insisted on going up there with no net. Uh, But yeah, so he's barking at him. And then the other guys uh, in the circus are, uh, are very amused by this. You know, angry old man. Oh, yeah, the gang that walks, like a gang of toughs, and it's just the other circus people. The only reason I bring up this gang of toughs is because I wrote down the most racist line of the episode. Don't get, this is them talking to Dick Dad. Don't 
get your goulash in an uproar, oh, God. old man. <laughs> so Papa Goulash is his name. I've got a lot of nicknames today. That's DPB Googling whatever that was before Google, <laughs> Hungarian. They needed a reference for anything Hungarian. They came up with goulash. I want to talk about, um, before we get to our, our mirror shot, Ooh. which, spoiler alert, is a funhouse mirror shot. Get it, guys? <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I think this idea that Sam is afraid of heights is is a good sort of over uh, a good time for a sidebar because we know that sometimes Sam is affected by the body that he leaps into. Mm-hmm. You would think that he'd be like when he's a uh, when he's an athlete. Why is he never a good athlete? Like, when he leaps into a baseball player, he never gets baseball player abilities. When he leaps into a trapeze artist, like, why Why in his Swiss cheese memory, you know, he doesn't remember that he's married or who whatever is, but he always remembers, like, he always remembers Al, which is kind of, okay, I, I think fine, they've written I guess that we'll into get it, that. Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, why, why doesn't he... He has no trapeze ability. He's afraid of heights. Like uh, I'll tell you why, because they needed to pad out this episode, uh, and 10 minutes of Al tutorial up there and the strings will do that. Uh, Speaking of which, Al's introduction is great this episode. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're usually the one to write the comments but uh, I on his outfits, but I thought that hat he was wearing cracked me up. He looked like Dick Tracy's sickly uncle to me. Ah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm going to say, guys, it's time for outfits. We'll talk about it. This one, I... Uh, this one looked like we, the Grapes of Rad, went, we we went back and we developed a time travel program of our own and went back and bought product placement ad space on Quantum Leap <laughs> in the form of Al's outfit because it was very grapes. It was purple. He had literal grapes on his ties. Uh-huh. It had all the unnecessary holes and all yeah. the great parts of the shirts. He looked like he just came from an audition for a Fruit of the Loom commercial and didn't have a chance <laughs> to change. <laughs> it looked like he looked like the guy who got rich from creating California raisins. <laughs> That's exactly what that guy must have looked like. No Google necessary. Uh, Al has a heart to heart with Sam almost immediately, in which Al confesses that when he was a kid, he literally ran away and joined the fucking circus. Hey, what? <laughs> he's like, not all of us had parents, Sam. And he's running around with bearded ladies. You know that's where he got his first piece. And then well, Box, that explains Box a lot. Tooth, Iowa, that explains uh, why the circus is so shitty. What I don't know it? if that's a real city, but that's uh, when... Oh, is that when where Big Mo came, from? No, when Big Mo came out and introduced the circus, he welcomed them, and they were in Buck's Tooth, Iowa. Ew, Buck's Tooth, Iowa. Oh, they did this dumb thing in this scene uh, where <clears throat> when we... I'm going to back up a little bit. When we're, very, when we're first introduced to Al, and he's uh, following the gypsy woman, they're outside... And Sam, uh, they're they're walking towards Sam's trailer, and they continue the conversation. uh, Sam goes to open the trailer door, steps in the trailer, and they do that dumb thing where Al is already inside, even though they were just talking (laughs) outside. And Al goes, what took you so long? And then pause for, like, a beat. <laughs> and we're like, no. No, guys. He's not earned that pause. Not at all. And that was only after uh, he was creepily lurking on Al- Alvira. That's right. Yeah, Alvira. That's right. Which causes some unnecessary confusion. Every time uh, Alada hears her brother talk to <laughs> Al, which he does a lot in front of her, she assumes that he's talking about the stripper gypsy psychic in the tent down. Yeah, what? A lot of... That's unnecessary, complicated details. 
Um, well, again, they really had to pad out what was going yeah. on in this episode. We also learned Papa Goulash at one point strained his arm. <clears throat> yeah, they show up. Uh, it's showtime. It's performance night. They show up, and Sam forgets his cape, I guess, because he doesn't know. So Papa reaches down in the spare cape bag that they have in the wing, I guess, and uh, throws the cape at, at Sam. Oh, I didn't take it that way at all. <clears throat> and hurts his arm. Uh, I... Uh, that's the scene they showed us? Yeah, which is the first time I realized that Papa was in any way a part of this act. <laughs> that this crusty old Hungarian fuck is, like, flying around? Like, he's still actively trapezing? Yeah, apparently. Uh, but no, I took it a different way. When Sam came out and he's like, what, did I put my shit on backwards? Because uh, Papa Gulach was staring at him weird. Um but I thought he threw him, like, the little uh, coveralls outfit because Sam is conveniently the safety man. Oh, I think you might be right. I say conveniently because... Oh, you're right. Because otherwise, like, Sam has not been taught anything yet as far as trapeze skills. He's made it very clear he's afraid of heights. So they they have to have that go smoothly enough. So, yes, very conveniently, it's like, oh, he's holding the ladder. What a cheap <laughs> fucking left turn. Like, we were all... I remember, for one of the few times in this episode, having any sort of suspenseful feeling whatsoever. <laughs> How is Sam going to pull this off? He's been there for two minutes. This isn't the Rockstar episode where he can learn, like, five songs in two hours. <laughs> so what's going to happen? Oh, he's the safety guy. But, he's going to wear a jumpsuit and stand on the <laughs> ground and hold a ladder. Maybe occasionally a flashlight. We don't know what he's up Guys, to. we don't know, but he's multifaceted. Six PhDs. Ziggy stat. Finally, there is a 97.2% chance that Sam is there to catch Eva when she does her triple the following night or two days from then, or she'll be killed. I mean, those are some options. <laughs> yes. Uh, dad is Papa Goulash is set up to catch her, but we all know strained arm. Ziggy says, "You let Dad do it; she's gonna die. She's a goner. Mm-hmm. Dad's arm is no good; it's past its expiration." Dad has some creeping resentment <clears throat> towards Victor with a K too. Uh, he blames Victor for having dropped the mom. A yeah, year that's before. right. This is when that is revealed. Right. Even though Eva defends him, a lot of defends him by saying she was sick, she shouldn't have been up there in the first place, blah blah blah. And if you're going up there insisting that uh that there's no net, no matter how you die, it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I mean, I get danger element and all, but guys, come you on. You saw that kid cover his eyes at the grand finale. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. They do a big trick at the end. And yeah, one of those kids does the adorable, I can't watch. I liked it. So sister's saying... And then when he took his hands off of his eyes, he was just like, he stopped acting as well. (laughs) And there was still like a couple seconds left in the shot. It's great. (laughs) Mama's dead, Victor, not us, blah, blah, blah. You want to get to Big Mo? All right. So it's the next scene. Uh, Alada wakes up her brother, Victor, and sees his penis. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, oh, I thought you slept with shorts. He's like, not all the time. So, yeah, she got a good eyeful of dick. Also, what's up, Sam? <laughs> I like, how, really? How, how sli- often does he just go commando? That's what I want to know. <laughs> does he sleep into all of his leap bodies nude? <laughs> but anyway, they brush past that quickly and all the sexual tension between the two of them, frankly. Uh, so she uh, she's trying to encourage him to uh, in, in in an overly sexy way. Guys, we've all seen we've all seen Austin Powers. We know a lot of vagina. We know how, I hope I'm not wrong on this. We know thing. how muddled her line is between sexy and just European. 
Like it's, <laughs> those are the those are two, one and the same, and uh, and it's no different here. She's ta- she's trying to encourage her brother to be the catcher in this triple, to work on this. They can't work on it in front of Papa because he will poo-poo it because it killed Mama. <laughs> and so they're trying to do their thing. But it sounds like she's, like the way she's delivering it, it's like, if you help me with this, I will blow you. And, and it, <laughs> it is and, creepy. Yeah. Because they're brother or sister. But apparently... If the show had any balls, uh, maybe Sam would develop an attraction, and then he'd have to figure out how to deal with that as well. Because it's not actually a sister. Yeah, that might, Nick, that might make this episode interesting. <laughs> okay, you're but, right. But it, would, it might take away from the death-defying stunt. They can't have any, That's it can't right. be too flashy outside of Just that. Just 40 minutes of build It'll steal its thunder. Um, so, and apparently it is this triple that is keeping them out of the big leagues. Right. Whatever, the bi- whatever, whatever the next step is, whatever the next rung they are trying to, to achieve well, in their careers like had- is like... Gold streets and milk and honey. That's like right. it is the promised land. I don't know what it is. I don't know either. But they had it before. They want that cush circus lifestyle again. But they want to taste. And Sam refuses. He's like, I can't. I can't do it. I'm. I'm super. I like. He's super afraid of heights. He can't get up there. He can't do this. So she gets mad and threatens. She's like, I'll do it even if I, even if I have to get Big Mo <laughs> to catch me. And we're like. First of all, who's Big Mo? Why is he going down so hard? My second thought is, just judging by nickname alone, someone to catch me, I feel like a Big Mo is probably someone with the strength to do so. Uh-huh. Third, is this some sort of like homophobic thing? Like, are they calling him Big Mo because he's a Big Mo? I don't know. This is 1958. Circus talk. Anything goes. That's true. Anything goes. So it's the next scene. Sam and Al are very creepingly watching up her Sam's sister's skirt while she is practicing her trapeze. Uh, Al, very fond of watching the show from the ground, by the way. Yeah, he did that twice. There were he two, is, He's like, I'm going to watch it from down here now. And I, did, I didn't understand why that was. And then they show him lower down in his forklift or whatever they actually used to put him up there. And after the second time, I thought, why did they make a point to say again, like, I'm going to watch you down here from the bleachers? Is it because, like, when they clearly cut to the stock footage <laughs> of the trapeze artists doing their stuff? Yeah, that's right. They it would be too hard Al to incorporate Al. I think that's the only reason they did that. There are some pretty gratuitous wide shots of Al floating next to Sam as Sam's sort of swinging up on yeah. the trapeze. Having their what did Al say? Like, Al at this point, too, says that uh, I have an idea that will help. You Sam. Yeah, what happens I'm gonna go is, see Gushy. <clears throat> what happens is they're uh they're practicing, right? Sam and, and Al are watching the sister and she's practicing. She comes down and because of the data and the con- the Ziggy data and stuff, Sam goes, All right, fine, I'll help you, sister, I'll catch you. Um and, and right after he does that, Papa yells, Hey you guys, I got this some good news, you know, like and they and they go and uh Al says, All right, Sam. Because uh, she has a better shot of surviving with you at least trying. Because uh, with Papa, it's zero. Right. So at least trying is something. So you two go run off and see what Papa's good news good news is. I'll hang out and I'll I'll f- try and figure out some sort of a plan. Right. So that's what they do. So they run out. But did that ever pay off? What did Gushy do? Why did he get name checked? I don't. I, I, okay. Oh, why. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, I, they just dropped that. Well, that's for the fans. You I know, guess. people were waiting to hear about Gushy. Former fans. And then, 
And then as Papa Goulash is reading the good news, which is the flying panzinis are going to be at like the step up circus. Guys, they got called up to the big leagues. That's right. And so he's excited. And then this uh, circus has elephants. But that's then, what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's okay. right. But then resentment breaks out between all the other circus folk because they're like, the flying panzinis are the only uh, thing bringing people here. Like, you're fucking us all over. And then the most gratuitous fight breaks out for no reason <laughs> other than this episode was fucking boring. <laughs> so there, there's like 20 seconds, one, one of which is Sam doing a roundhouse kick to a dude. And then that scene's just over. And there's no animosity from anybody later on in the episode. Now you say there's nothing left, but you you're missing you're missing the money shot. Oh, okay. Which you're is right. we learn who Big Mo is. LOL guys, he's a dwarf. <laughs> or Sam coins and invents the term little person, which he then passes on to Big Mo. Big Mo uh and is Big like, Mo oh, little person, huh? And then punches him in the face or guys, something. Guys, a str- no, a straight forward jab into <laughs> Sam's testicles. <laughs> Like only a little person can do. And he throws around the word honky a lot, Big Mo. Yeah, what's that Which about? Sam tried to lecture him. I don't know what this is about. I don't know what's going on. And is, is that a Hungarian thing that you would call honkies? No, I, just a racist thing. But, but, the, but the little person is also white. Is it a white, like honky, like I know honky? I think there is a little bit of mumble dialogue where Sam tries to lecture this guy about not using the term honky. Boy. But we were groaning over it, so <laughs> that's very possible. So then we get Al up there floating in the rafters with Sam, yeah, teaching, that's right. teaching me how to balance, basically. And because Ziggy says practice increases Eva's chances by twenty to thirty percent, so Sam's really going to go for it. He's got to go for it. They practice. She's like, "Let's do the triple Lindy right now!" And Sam's <laughs> like, "I can't even hang upside down without a little pee coming out." So can we please start? With the basics, they do. He drops her. She no no. He catches he gets her, with her by one, one hand. hand. She's she's falling. She's hanging there like cliffhanger style. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack and Rose. Except she's saying, "Let me go." Right. And Al is saying, "No, Sam. If you f up the sort of if you f up the falling down, uh, you can you can get hurt. You know, into the net. And there is yeah, there is a net down there. And so he's saying, he's saying like, "No, I'm gonna hold on. I'm I'm gonna hold on." To you and she's like, no, let me go, you idiot. And he's like, all right. And so she falls. It's just practice. She falls and bounces out. Yeah, we don't of the see net, that. But we don't see that. It's just like a shot of her on the ground. And Nick says he saw blood. I thought I saw a pool of blood. <laughs> they cut to commercial because Sam's up there after he catches her like sloppily, and he's like, I can do this after all. Yeah, that's right. Cut down, and <laughs> her lifeless body is on the side of the net. <laughs> And I thought I saw a pool of blood. And going into that commercial, I actually, for a second, thought that Victor killed his sister. <laughs> I know. Now it's like buy a Honda. And you're, you're, you're in emotional distress. What's going to happen? We don't know. See, I, this Nick, says, Nick says, what if the rest of the episode is Al and Ziggy trying to help Sam stash the body? <laughs> I'd have enjoyed it more. But I no, agree 100%. We cut back from commercial. She's like, no, that was my fault. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, still alive. Um, but it freaks Sam out to his core, and so he does the Sam Beckett move, which is you're gonna die tomorrow. I know for no, a wait. fact. I'm gonna defend him. I'm gonna defend him before he pulls the Sam because he before he pulls the Sam Beckett move, he 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 pulls the what any normal fucking person would do move, which is try and get out of this. Try and be like, you know what? Maybe I can't. Catch you trapeze artist style in like a day. <laughs> 
your life is on the line. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do this. But he doesn't. He doesn't do it at all. Well, he wants to leap out. So um, he insists. Well, he does insist. He does insist. That's right. Uh, and then she responds to him in Hungarian, which Al knows because his second, nah, oh, wasn't uh, my third, um, er, uh, was a Hungarian, um. I love to quote our friend Genevieve whenever this joke comes up. Uh, wait, I forget what she said. <laughs> oh, I remember now. She says, uh, <laughs> Genevieve, in reference to that joke, said, uh, that joke never gets new. <laughs> I knew I'd get there. Oh, there we go. You want to get back to Alvira, the gypsy stripper? Genevieve, the new uh, third host on our other podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess that's Brad. public. Just throwing man. that out there. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. That's right. Not quantum related. Oh, you know the rule. Sam tells uh, Sam tells her yes. He pulls his Sam back at shit. Says uh, that uh, absolutely. I'm a scientist from the future. He didn't pull that one this time. But oh, my, he's like, I know Papa will drop you. This is no good. She decides she's going to run off and confront their gypsy friend. Uh huh. Who? Spoiler alert: Consents Al. Right. Al's in the room. She knows something's up. Much like dogs and children. I think she felt literally felt his hologram deficient. on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so they have this whole uh, scene. We're going to start moving pretty quickly because yeah, this, this is where these tiny little bits get stretched out into 20 minutes. Because on the clock, on the Quantum Leap episode clock, we are halfway through this show. Right. If you're watching it. This is halfway through the story. We're well, we're, I mean, we've got 10 minutes left in this fucking podcast, if I can help it. So here we go. She confronts the gypsy. Al pieces out. Because he knows, oh, she knows what's going on. And somehow they get into the whole deal where she, sister asks the gypsy, is this true? Am I going to die? And, the, and looks, looks into the gypsy's eyes and the gypsy's like, nope. And you feel like the gypsy might know what she's talking about because she can sense Al. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the gypsy looks her in the eyes and goes like, nope, you're going to be good. And so sister leaves, skeetily dee, I'm going to be fine, see? And Sam sits down and looks at the gypsy, and he's like, what's up, gypsy bitch? Like, why'd you say that? And she's like, well, she will be fine, as long as you're going to catch her. And Sam's like, you dumb bitch. Why didn't you say that when she was here? I'm not. She won't let me. It's papa. Like, I need this. And then Gypsy's not hearing any of this, because she's just staring googly into Sam's eyes. And she's like, she's like, gypsy is pretty fly. She's like, I didn't know uh, you've been reincarnated so many times. And Sam's like, what? I don't believe in that. And she's like, no, really? Like she can see the souls in his eyes. There's so many souls in your eyes. Like this is crazy. And it's, and it's, that's super awkward. And Sam's boner goes away. Jimmy's soul floating around in his eyes. (laughs) Jimmy's soul. (laughs) (laughs) So then. So then it's the big day, and Sam's driving separately so that he can talk with Al. Uh, what I found interesting, uh, legitimately interesting, was uh, Al's like, conversing with Sam while he's on his way to the circus in the car. But because he's a hologram, he's just sort of floating like <laughs> in the passenger seat <laughs> while in a standing position. And so Al, or Sam literally says, can you at least pretend to sit? And so he does. He, like, pretends to sit as a hologram. I feel like that's something they no longer bothered addressing in later seasons. Oh, no, 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 not But at I all. did kind of like that they're like, 
what sense does it make that Owl would be sitting in a moving car? Yeah, that's right. So Sam asked him to, so it wouldn't seem so weird for him. I liked that. Did you see that? I had one genuine compliment for this episode. <laughs> and that uh, the sister was attractive. Yes. Does that count as a compliment? <laughs> that's a bonus. For the episode? Oh, man. Okay. So... Sam is practicing that, that that scene where Sam is practicing on the trapeze with Coach Al. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, absolutely nothing happens. I I paid attention to the scene. I had my notes out. I wrote down that they're practicing, <laughs> and then my next note is nothing happens in this scene at underline all underline. <laughs> so we're on to the next scene uh-huh. where Papa is talking out loud to himself. In his trailer, alone. <laughs> well, so is Victor, as far as uh, Eva's concerned. Her whole family's a f- fucking schizoids. <laughs> Everybody's insane. <laughs> oh, yeah, and she encountered... That's why she w- believed the gypsy so much, is because she saw the whole reason that a lot of vagina is trying to do this whole triple trick is because their dead mom came to her in a dream right. and told her to do this. So, yeah, so... A well-balanced family, to be sure. Which is a surprise to Papa Goulash when they show up. He is not pleased to see that a poster has been made advertising that the Flying Panzinis are going to do the triple. He's like, hey, we don't do the triple anymore. <clears throat> yeah, well, now hold on. Because before, before they even get to Nice Circus, they're still going through, they're still going through their, uh, their, their practicing, you know. And uh, in, in the trailer, I think it's when Papa's talking to himself in his trailer, I think it's important to mention that what he is rambling on to himself about is that, you know what, I think I'm going to give Victor a chance. I think I'm going to forgive him for killing my wife, his mother. Right. So there's some forgiveness in the cards. But then they get to Nice Circus, where guy from Office Space... Let's call it Space, Elephant Circus. Let's call it Elephant Circus. <laughs> which, by the way, I am not for. Not to get <laughs> off of... Quant- well, it's Quantum Leap related, because sure. there are elephants in the show. Sure. They had to bring those elephants on set. Guys, not a fan. Elephants are too big, too smart, too with it. Let's not keep them uh, confined. Can Maybe they that? were fans. Maybe they asked to be on. Now, they could have won a contest. <laughs> they could have won a walk-on. Very, very possible. Uh. I'm not saying that's not true. <clears throat> also, you forgot to mention, because we're getting to this stage in my notes, the music that was playing. It's my turn to make a music playing uh-huh. uh, on their road trip while Al is standing halfway <laughs> out of the cabin <laughs> of this pickup truck is Tequila. That's right, which Al loves, of course, and he has a story about, but I was too fascinated by the fact that he was floating on the highway. My note is oof (laughs) when that's happening. I also mentioned that this this episode feels like last-minute filler. It feels like they got the episode order, they they needed so many, from the network, they needed so many done, and then they were kind of like, shit. Well, we have these many scripts. What We've are we going to do? We've got this stock footage. Yeah, and and so they were like, and this is season. Let's see, this is season two, right? This is this is episode fourteen. So it's later on. Mm-hmm. So they probably got halfway through the season. It's on the air. They don't have a lot of time. They're like, well, I read this in like a Nancy Drew mystery <laughs> about a trapeze family. Let's turn that in, and some gypsy curse and like all this nonsense. Let's turn that into a thing. And they did, and they stretched out that like. 14-page children's book idea into this bloated, hour-long story where absolutely nothing happens. Until we get to Elephant Circus. Uh, Alada convinces her father, 
listen, we got to do this for mom, blah, blah, blah. Sam insists while throwing medical jargon around, like the torn rotator cuff. Dad, you can't do this. What are you, a doctor, he says. And I'm thinking, well, I'm going seven doctorates, fool. <laughs> but so, uh, so Papa's pissed. Like, he goes fuming and sits down. He's like, fine, you don't want my help? I don't want your help. You do it under your own name. And so Eva's like, we're doing this, we're doing this. Uh, then once they're up there, the big reveal is that in honor of their mother, who the circus claims died a year ago that day, but that's just circus bogus. Yeah, that's right. Um, circus bogus, the name of my new side project, <laughs> by the way. Um, that she also is going to attempt the triple with no net. In honor of her mother, she's also going to die and traumatize a bunch of children watching in the audience. Now, this is the worst idea. The, the the worst idea, right? And she didn't run it by anyone. She must have run it by the people who knew to take down the net. Right. And Al knew it was going to happen. But Al didn't mention anything to Sam. Because he knew it would freaked him out. Al's excuse is that it would have freaked him out. But don't you think that if Sam was like, Oh wait, what? Like act like no net that it re- that it this would not be happening. That the risk would not be taking place. He would have talked her out of it. He would have been like, absolutely not. I don't know. She seemed pretty gung-ho about this. It's for mom, buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that Al not knowing something... That, like, that feels like a big deal. Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I it don't know. It feels like a big deal to me that they were going to do the trick and then, oops, no net. Yeah. Maybe I'm overreacting. I think you can you tell are. me. Okay. Then that that must be it because to me that's a huge fucking deal. Because Sam, who's up there, who's like, okay, well, we've done this like one single time, so this is probably gonna go go off without a hitch. Sure, at least there's a net, so she probably won't probably absolutely die. And then that one well, thing she is bounces gone. Out like an idiot. Now what are you gonna do? <laughs> but he has no t- no time for nerves up there Ugh. at the end. And then I'll, I'll tell you what. Once I won't spoil it. But Victor fucking nailed it. <laughs> uh, but when Guys, they, they did it, they did a couple of jumps and she does the triple, which means she has to go higher than ordinary. And she does her triple and he catches her. And then there's another catch maybe earlier in the episode. But both times that they actually uh, were going through the motions and the catch happened, I did get a little charge as I was oh, watching. Hey, it. All yeah. right. I was like, good for you, Sam. You know. They also set up the moment really well because the ringmaster asked the circus crowd for complete and total silence. And then they were quiet. And then she was standing up there and getting the trick and the bar and suspense. And complete and total silence. Why did he say it again? I don't know. I thought that the only reason they set that up so uh, blatantly is that somebody was going to yelp or something right beforehand and it was going to make yeah. for a dangerous almost fall. No. No, no payoff. No. You could have heard a cricket fart. <laughs> and we didn't even get a baba buoy. It would have been a perfect time for a baba buoy. Especially in 58. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, so they do it. <clears throat> they Huge do it. Huge success. All is forgiven as far as Papa Goulash is concerned. My family, we're all together again. Victor, you no longer killed our... <laughs> you no longer destroyed our family. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah. And there's even a moment before reconciliation with Dad. Bro and Sis hug it out. She lived. Hides his erection. That was the... That was the <laughs> <laughs> Hides his erection. 
that was the whole reason he was there. We assumed so. Sam has a has a minute to ask Al, "Hey man, where, like why haven't I leaped yet? What's going on?" And then Nick out loud is like, Ugh, "Is it because of their dad?" And then like <laughs> him and his dad start hugging, and yeah. he had to hug him before he left out. Jeez. And then he leaps into. The cheapest knockoff of Raising Arizona I've ever ah. seen in my life. Like he's he's climbing. What if the baby's name is like Nevada? <laughs> and you got Julie Brown, not downtown Julie Brown, the other one. Remember? I do. Yeah. Also from MTV, I think. Uh, yes. Very confusing. And she was down there as the Holly Hunter character yelling at him, come on, come on, let's get in the car. Come on, Buster. His name is Buster. <laughs> Buster. Buster's halfway out a window. Like typical, right. like he looks like Brett Favre in that jeans commercial. Like <laughs> I, don't, total, I don't understand that total, total cowboy <laughs> hanging out the window. She's like, come on, come on. He's got some basket or some shit. Yeah, there, like a he's whole very clearly carrying a baby basket. Like kidnapping a baby from this house, walking down the ladder. He's like, they'll puts hear it, you. He'll hear you. He'll hear you. So they're up to something. Yeah. And he's running out, puts the basket in the back of the pickup trick truck. They hop in. And then she's like, oh, Buster, you can't leave him back there or whatever. And that's when it's revealed to hear the baby cry. Like, we just kidnapped a baby. But it was obvious from the second he left in that that was a baby basket. <laughs> that's what was happening. I learned two things. One. Sam Beckett's sense of urgency is very skewed because his reaction to being involved in the kidnapping of an infant was, oh boy. (laughs) It's his go-to. And two, that only 14 episodes into the second of five or six seasons, they have run out of ideas. (laughs) Raising Arizona had only come out like the previous year. We aren't even to acid Lego Ziggy and they've run out of ideas. (laughs) Oh. Crime and Nilly. Speaking of ideas, who's was this podcast? Because I think it's about time to wrap it up. <laughs> you mean this idea for a podcast? Yeah, exactly. That's our fault for making the title joke <laughs> and going, you know, we probably let's let's actually do that. Yeah. That'll be a gas. And it has been up until today. I'm officially announcing <laughs> my retirement. I almost died on my you know spit what? Just I'm there. sure Genevieve will be happy to fill these shoes. Welcome oh, aboard, buddy. Oh god. All right. Are we done here? Oh, we're done forever. Mm-hmm. This was our last episode, guys. I hope you liked it. Yeah, right. We're, uh, we got we to gotta end with a doozy, not a snoozy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. I don't know whether to be mad or glad. <laughs> no, I can see the respect in your eyes right there. And that's why I'm upset at myself. <laughs> I'm upset that I'm the kind of person that genuinely enjoys that kind of bullshit. Uh, at least this podcast has brought us closer together as friends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if nothing else. That's right. It has done that. And hopefully it's brought you closer together with us, listener, because we're going to need you close. Because we're all going to have to have to huddle in, huddle in on one another. Let's get some... As we share our emails. I know you're We exchange up. emails. We're going to exchange Twitters. I'll tell you mine. It's show at grapesofrad.com. That's how you mm-hmm. can email us if you have an episode suggestion. Yes, please. Otherwise, this will happen again. Don't leave it up to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> again, I was misled. I was sold a bad bill of goods. <laughs> yeah, everybody heard the synopsis. You're right. There was even... They had Hungarian gypsies, tragedy befallen, mm-hmm. and no gypsy curse. That's right. They hit every other obvious note, no gypsy curse. I know. Missed opportunity. Boo. You know who wrote this episode? Someone named Tommy Thompson. <laughs> Why did I remember who wrote this episode? Because his name is goddamn Tommy Thompson. <laughs> we got to look up his credits post-show. 
<sighs> We're at Grapes of Rad on Twitter. We're at Grapes of Rad on everything because two social media accounts is too, too many for me. Mm-hmm. I'm real bad at it. But I do see everything. Bad at responding, but we see everything, all your posts, all your suggestions. Um, is that it? That's it. Any other business? No. That sounds great. Guys, remember how huddled we were all together like the emperor penguins? We're going to do that, and we're going gener- to build up our strength. We're going to start moving side to side and generating static electricity that eventually turns into the huge giant spark in a mountain in the Nevada desert. We will all leap together, and we will hope, nay, pray, that our next leap after that one will be the leap home.